party people how's it going i'm l and i'm tim wow and i'm still doing my npr voice shit sorry and today on where does spirits the spirit history podcast where we talk about the different types of spirits and tell you a little bit of the history of them tim and i are talking moscow mules yes 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 very excited about this i forgot what we were doing mules we just i know it's okay it's fine i love moscow mules oh okay i was gonna ask have you had moscow oh sorry i'm jumping ahead of the podcast format i love that it's a bonus episode (laughs) yeah who gives a shit um yeah so i personally just had a moscow mule like three years ago was probably the first time i had it maybe a little bit sooner than that but it was fairly recently in my drink life like yeah in your yeah career so the ginger ginger usually scares me you don't like ginger i'm i'm can be very hit or miss on the ginger love ginger. in that sense yeah so you, do you love mules i love moscow mules i love the versatility of moscow mules i'm so glad you mentioned that okay yeah, yeah. they're really great they're really refreshing they are but I feel like they're also really fun to drink in the wintertime because they come in these really fun copper mugs. Yeah, I have three of them. That's great. Okay, three mule mugs. Yes. Okay, so you're in it to win it. Also, if you're going to drink a mule, regardless if it's like not necessarily like a Moscow mule, but you're going to make a mule, do it in the copper glasses. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. I mean, when, you know, you mix it. Uh, you're yeah, not going to get poisoning from it. No, you typically. They would. No, you typically like mix it up and then you strain it through and then you. Add some ice and then you top it off with some ginger beer. So good. And then you usually can like put a herb on there if you want. Well, t- yes. Yeah. It's a nice little garnish. Um, So instead of, we're going to do our little ranking system. All right. But instead of gold stars, we're going to do copper. Copper stars. Because, yeah, we'll still do it out of 100. Cute. But I had to go with the theme. Yeah. So uh, so copper stars out of 100. Yeah. You know what? Um, this one's up there for me. I do thoroughly enjoy them so i'm gonna go all the way to 90 yes okay yeah i'm gonna go to 90 copper stars for the moscow mule okay that's a pretty high that's a pretty good score to start out with the copper stars on that one yeah i mean uh it's one of my favorite cocktails easily i and i'm not like a huge vodka guy but it's a great vodka cocktail i think it's i think it's wonderful you know i think it lines up for my personal Mm -hmm. i think it lines up with one of just like it's just a good yeah. vodka cocktail. And then I would go out and, uh, you know what I'd be like, sort of like the little stuff you can do with like vodka tonics and stuff like that. Absolutely. There's just so many it's little things you can do with it that I, that I enjoy. And yes. that's why vodka tonics are pretty high. And again, not a big vodka guy, but there are definitely a couple of vodka cocktails that I'm definitely head over heels for. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, and the mule is one of them. I'm glad this is one sure, of them. For sure. Yes. Okay. So this history is a little bit in the grand scheme later on in the timeline of of drinks in the 20th century but it does have roots in pre-prohibition okay so it's generally agreed upon that the drink itself was about 1941 1942 when the drink came on popularity in the united states um again this there's some discrepancy on where exactly it originated from unfortunately um right but the idea of a moscow mule is actually based on a mammy taylor are you familiar with a mammy taylor no. So Mamie Taylor was apparently a singer. She was an actress in Broadway in the 20th century. Broadway. Yeah. Um, so legend has it that Mamie was out on the lake with some of her friends. Someone handed her the wrong drink, but she didn't mind the drink. Right. She added a little bit of juice in there. A little bit of juice. A little bit of lime juice. A little bit and of juice. And then, boom, that was it. The Mamie Taylor was born. So 
The oh, Mimi okay. Taylor itself is scotch, lime juice, and ginger beer. Um, mostly people, again, this is a woman off of Broadway, so... Scotch? Scotch. Mammy was getting the fuck down, bro. She had a hard life. I guess you can have cheaper scotches. It just seems like a waste of a scotch whiskey. Well, Goodness I'll tell gracious. you. So this the Mammy Taylor itself was kind of a drink of the posh, rich. So oh, they had... So you could afford they it. They could afford, yeah. Cool. They could afford to just... Guys, kind of just drink your fucking scotch on ice. No, they <laughs> were like... Use bourbon and no. and and other whiskeys for that. Bourbon Very whiskeys funny. for that, buddy. Like, don't what the fuck. I know we're in that crazy. Yeah, just go buy a fucking Jack. No, they don't were like use the scotch, all the scotch. But again, they were they could afford it. Yeah. So they, they were so throwing we're money. Put yeah. lime juice and ginger. Absolutely, beer. sounds good. Um, so the post obviously the the drink itself didn't make the comeback the way that other drinks had beers and such from pro like pre post. Yeah, right. yeah prohibition. Post. Yeah, post prohibition. Yeah. Um. So then, the standard ingredients for those of you that aren't aware, should realize. Um. Right for the Moscow mule. For the Moscow mule, it's ginger beer. Yep. Lime juice. Mm-hmm. Vodka. Yep. And usually garnished with a lime. Yeah. Like Tim said, very simple, pretty refreshing. Again, yeah, a great, super straightforward. Like over ice, not a big deal. You know. Some recipes they'll do ginger syrup instead. Okay. But I mean, sure, it's. Ginger beer is pretty much just the standard across the board. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to do ginger syrup, would they stike? I wonder if they would still add like a tonic or something like that. Yeah. Because it's like, if you're just going to do that, just use fucking ginger beer. Exactly. And sometimes some people will add the simple syrup, which I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't mind that. I think that's a great, yeah. yeah. Super common. I'm for that, especially if I want to have my ginger in my my drink. Yeah. I'm going to, well, I mean, for me, I, I, I prefer it with ginger beer because ginger beer is a soda. I mean, yes, it's, it's literally a soda, Which, so it's it's super yeah. sweet. We'll talk about that. Yeah. I mean, it's very pungent, but like it's super sweet. And I enjoy that. So the thing that threw me off with ginger beer because again, I was like, oh wait a second, like sometimes ginger beer is not made with alcohol. Yeah, no, and I would say for the most part, you can find it without alcohol. Yeah, and that's usually, I feel like usually that's where how you'll see it when you go to the liquor store. Like mm-hmm. they'll have cases of quote unquote ginger beer, but it's non-alcoholic. Yeah, ginger. yeah, it's just so ginger beer. It's literally just ginger and carbonated water, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of sugar. So. Again, blue mom was like ginger beer, and I'm like, oh wait, yeah. duh, like that makes sense. Like, obviously, what the fuck yeah, else would well, it be? we call it ginger ale too. <laughs> it's so true, it's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah, ginger beer is just the better version of that. <laughs> yeah, made a little differently. <laughs> yeah. So of course, obviously, like we're talking about, like the Moscow Mule isn't the only vodka drink out there. Yeah. Um, but it is what popularized vodka and streamlined vodka to pop culture in oh. the way so it became the go-to spirit in yeah, America like it's that. One of the, it's probably one of the vodka trifectas then. Exactly. Cause you have to think like, especially not necessarily in the United States, but just overall, especially in Europe, people would just drink vodka straight as we said. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. We'll just drink vodka and ice and that's it. So yeah, buddy, the Moscow mule was a drink that I was like, Oh wait, I can still enjoy my vodka and have a little something extra in there. Yeah, I can use my cheap vodka now. Exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. Um, so kind of in that same breath, it's mules. It's under the umbrella of it, and they're sometimes referred to as bucks. Okay. Um, it's a cocktail that's made with ginger ale or ginger beer, and usually some sort of citrus juice, juice will be your, and then your base liquors. So base liquors can be anything from whiskey, gin, scotch, yeah. brandy, yeah. rum, and of course vodka, right? Bucks, again, same thing. It's pretty much just the element of the ginger, the ginger beer. Yeah. And the citrus. 
Yeah. And you can go, I mean, from that point to your point, yeah, you, you can, can do any type of, it. any yeah. type of drink combination can go from there. Yeah. Um, so then there's another origin story. Okay. A guy named Moscow and his girlfriend, <laughs> Mule, sat down one day. Sat down there at a bar one night. So yeah. one story is that the drink was created in Los Angeles, California. Um, the restaurant was Cock and Bull. And the owner, yeah, Jack Morgan, and an exec for the Hublin Drinks Company, I just a.k.a. Say, Smirnoff. Okay. John G. Martin. Yeah. So apparently these two guys were chilling, um, and they put the drink together because uh, they... The dude had to get rid of his ginger beer, and Jack was like, oh. No, shut up. Uh, yeah. This didn't happen. This isn't real. This is fake. John John was like, I got vodka, and then no, this Jack was real. like, oh, I have ginger beer. No, no. That didn't happen. It's also thought that the bartender, Wes Price, made the drink originally. Shut the fuck up. Okay. So, I mean, dude. You don't think it was the bartender That's, or the... I mean, okay, sure, maybe the bartender, but that fucking conversation between those two assholes, it did not happen. It didn't happen. But no, we're that did not about, happen. But honestly... That was not real. Here's I, the crazy thing, I though. know for a fact the bartender did create it oh, because tender. that's how cocktails work. That's worked. how drinks happen. Like, the, the more... The exec wasn't sitting at the bar no, with the... the more that you... The more stuff that comes out and the more, like, bartending and, and like, drink creations come out, like... That intrinsically made people create things, sure, and like bartenders. Sense. I mean, there was Creative a time and place. There's a time and place where you used to go to different bars, and if you ordered a cocktail, it would be different every time you got it. And I don't mean like slightly different because they use different <laughs> ratios. I mean different. different. It would be like the bartender's version of that drink. That's cool. So yeah, sure, absolutely, one hundred percent believe a bartender made it. It makes more sense. Do I believe those two fuckhead? Execos were sitting around going, Oh, I got some over. Cock and Bull's great ginger beer, by the way. Great ginger beer. But, like, come on. So, speaking of ginger beers, though, thank you for that. Because, again, I was just low key curious to know, like, what it was about. So, can we mention it? It's carbonated, usually non alcoholic, again, as you mentioned. Um, And it's usually with the produce with the natural fermentation of prepared ginger spice, yeast, and sugar. Very yeah. simple. It originated in England, um, and at the time when they did make it in England, like way back in the day, it actually had about 11% alcohol. Hell and yeah. That, <laughs> give me some of them. Give me a little lit, buddy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give me some of them. Um, so. It's like when you find out that like root beer was like slightly alcoholic when yes. it was first created because it's just fermented it, like yeah. sassafras root. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you're like, oh wait, there's actually alcohol in this. Yeah. Um, so that company that was like not your father's root beer, which are they even around I don't anymore? Know. Um, remember when alcoholic sodas were? A thing? Yes. Um, God, I'm glad that's over. I'm glad that's over with. Yeah, but Oof. like the not your father's root beer yeah. uh, was always funny to me because I was like, no, no, no. This is like, that's actually what root beer used to be. Yes. <laughs> this is actually like, there's a beer. Like, yes, yeah. beer. Actual root beer. No, that's a good point though. Um, so this is also part of the lore. Alleged lore. Okay. Okay. Because right. apparently. Theory number, is this part of two still? It's part of two because apparently this okay. woman was fucking around with one of the execs. Oh, shut so up. <laughs> apparently one of them was in cahoots with Sophie Berinsky. Who had just inherited her father's copper factory oh and then immigrated to America from Russia. So this bitch had apparently a shit ton of copper and was like, I don't I, know what to I do with cups. my copper. I have cups. <laughs> All of copper. And they're yeah. like, hey, oh, I think we got a thing for you. Um, again, very funny. 
So <laughs> I <laughs> Yes. This did not happen. <laughs> I that's what I'm saying. Allegedly. All yeah. allegedly on on these lawyers. Um very funny. Fucking insane. And insane. Um so the thing with the copper mug. People say you have to drink it because it's gonna keep your drink cooler. Yeah. Um, I feel like metal is a good conduit though. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it also it's not like a good insulator. I feel like this is a douchey thing to say because it's the part of this was that it brings out the individual flavors. Shut the fuck up. And I'm like, mm, no, okay. Shut the fuck up. We'll I've that. had a Moscow mule in another cup, and it tasted identical. Um, this is also about earlier. You know what? I'll drink whiskey in a goddamn beer glass. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Apparently, people were saying that the copper would start to oxidize when the vodka hits, and that's what actually helps enhance the flavor. I just feel like my personal take is that it just worked. It was a fucking... It's a cool cup. It's a cool cup. You can just out. be like, it's a cool cup. <laughs> it's a cool cup. So, again, to your point, Mr. Martin, he, again, guys, he's a fucking Smirnoff exec before Smirnoff is Smirnoff. This man would take a Polaroid, because that's a thing at this point in time. Still a thing. With him. Bro, yeah, that's true. It's actually coming back. Lady Gaga owns it. <laughs> Not Tony Bennett. So, um, he would take a Polaroid with the bartender. Yeah. With the drink. They're like, ah, oh, look at this drink. He would then give a copy to the bartender to do whatever he wanted to. And yeah. then take the other copy of the picture to another bartender and be like, look, look how popular this drink is. It's blowing up over here. You guys should sell it too in your beer or in your in your bar. This dude sucks. Listen, he was working the marketing game this before dude's the marketing annoying. game. This is how I know he didn't make it. This is how I know. That's how I know. There's another theory, Tim. Oh, is this theory three? This is theory three. Oh, uh, okay. Yes, please. Move me away from this asshole. Do, do, do. Unless he's involved in theory three. He's not. Theory. Okay, he's good. not really necessarily involved in theory three at all. He's not. He's no longer involved in my life. I can, I'm <laughs> over him. I'm over him. He sucks. He sucks. Fuck this guy. Yeah, okay, fuck so him. the third theory is that it's still kind of the same people, but it took place in the Chatham Hotel in New York in Little Moscow. Okay. Perhaps the idea kind of, like the idea comes like the Hollywood restaurant, like the cock and bull restaurant. Like it could yeah. have been in New York or LA. Okay. No one can discern like it could have been the LA location, it could have been the New York location. Okay. Based off of everything, it would make sense that it happened in Little Moscow. A little bit. A little bit. But I will say when I searched for the Chatham Hotel, I did see one in Massachusetts. So I don't know if it might have closed down or something like that. Yeah. Um the actual restaurant, though, like the Cock and Bull restaurant, it closed in 1987. Um, yeah. It was the one in L.A. I actually read like an L.A. Times article about it. Um, it was a big deal. People were kind of upset that it had to close, but apparently the kids didn't want to run it anymore. Right. Um, and traffic was getting really bad. Yeah, fuck Parking you. Was getting, and imagine, I mean, this is like, I think it was like the 1980s, 19, early 1990s. So yeah. it's like. They wanted to do cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they wanted They to wanted do. to hang out on the Sunset Strip yeah. a little differently. Yeah. Um. So. Going back to the buck situation and which is clearly where this comes from, which is clearly where this comes from. This does not come from some assholes executives. No, no. And I wanted to kind of go over this cause this blew my mind. Cause I didn't realize how many variations of this drink could be available. So you have like types of mules, which you can do bourbon, rye or a whiskey buck. Yeah. Right. So that's just offer it. You've got the Kentucky buck. Which is bourbon and good strawberry. Bourbon, baby. Bourbon and strawberry. I was like, that's actually probably very good. I would be down to try that one. Yeah, sure. A gin buck. Yeah, great. Gin, mint, 
little bit of lime. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's sometimes known as the British or a London buck. Mm. It's like a London yeah. buck. Yeah, all I'm saying is, look, you muddle some mint, you get some gin, get some lime juice, get a little bit of simple syrup in mm. there, and shake, shake, shake with some shake, ice. Shake, shake. Strain it. That's it. Go ahead and put some fresh ice in it. Mm. There you go. That's it. Top it off with some fresh mint or lime or whatever the fuck so you want to put in yeah. it. Bam. Lime. Mm. Um, right there. Then you've got... Gin cocktail. Again, this is a similar to the gin, just a strictly a gin cocktail. They call it the Ginger Rogers, which is just like a gin and gin mule. Just right. all gin. Um, again, mint, it would usually be the go-to yeah. garnish for Pure that one. Pure gin, and then yeah. we throw some ginger <laughs> syrup on there. They were like, there you go, boys. Yeah. Um, we got the Irish Buck, which is scotch, whis- well, scotch whiskey in there. Yeah, buddy. I like that one. Yeah, buddy. Um, a little better. I would like to try this one. So apparently the Rum Buck... And this is apparently also known as the Barbados or the Jamaican buck as well. So I was going to say they throw a Jamaican bird yeah. on there. So yeah. we've got, we got ginger beer, a dark rum. Oh, yeah. Mm. Give me that spice shit. Lime, and then sometimes a simple syrup. And I was like, I would try yeah. that. I would fuck with give that. Me like, give me like a coconut simple syrup and call it. <laughs> that would be pretty good, dude. Yeah, I would definitely fuck with that. They yeah. have a Shanghai buck, which is just made with light rum. It's about the only difference. Oh, okay. Same same ingredients, though. Okay. Um, A dead man's mule. Oh, yeah. Which is absinthe and cinnamon schnapps. Ooh. Would you try that? I would I fuck that up, buddy. The dead man's mule. I would probably like, just give me the absinthe. The absinthe and cinnamon, cinnamon schnapps, schnapps. Yeah. With ginger beer? Yeah. Oof. Oof. Yeah? Oof. I guess, yeah, the cinnamon and the ginger would My goodness. be really good. I bet good. that cures cancer. <laughs> yeah. That's probably what they gave to people. Yeah, in their, absolutely. Their they, they, were like, they tasted that and they yeah. were like, wow, oh, this tastes this like bad. every medicine we could ever come up with. <laughs> so I think this is going to cure everything. everything. So yeah, the dead broken man's leg. Here you go. Dead man's mule. I would definitely like to try that one. Damn. I'm going to have to make a run to the liquor store. I think, listen, I'd be down to try that one. Holy fuck. Um, maybe right up your alley as well. They got an Aussie mule, which is a Bundaberg rum. So I'm assuming it's a different type of rum from Australia. Um, just in time for the holidays, we have a mistletoe mule. It's garnished with cranberries and rosemary. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't really get behind the mistletoe one as hard. That's I mean, that makes man. sense. But the rosemary makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, you could, yeah, yeah. You could do a gin mule with, with like, rosemary and, like, lime and shit. See, That'd be good. That. Tim, this one, it's called the Moscow Mule, M-O-O-L-E, which is a variant that uses Mountain Dew instead of ginger beer. I would fuck that drink. Would it be? Yeah. I would love that. It'd be really good. Touch my body. Touch my that sounds body. great. Yeah, I want to try it. Holy and I'm like, fuck. Technically, Mountain Dew's from Tennessee, so I'm like, I definitely want to try yeah. it too. Hell yeah. Go back you know to the gin- You know, they have Mountain Dew ginger snapped out right I now. I did not. No. Yeah. It's their gingerbread flavored Mountain Dew. We'll see. There you and go. I bet that would be fuego. Very fuego. You can make a Moscow mule. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That sounds good. Baby. So yeah, that's pretty much the history. I know. A little short, but that's pretty much the history of Moscow mules. Overall, yeah, that sounds beer. Great. Yeah, that yeah. sounds great. You know what? Um, well, I don't like theory two or three. I think we could just burn <laughs> them on a fire. I think I think those theories work again when you give credit to Wes Price, who's the bartender and all of this. Yeah, sure. And I think I and I think if it makes and they aren't talking, if they're stupid Innately. and they shut up and they don't talk at all, yeah. And then he just was like fucking around one day. Yeah. Yeah. And then they were like, "Oh, this is really good. We should make other people drink this." Yeah. 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 That's, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, it's all too coincidental. And then the bitch shows up with the copper. Yeah. It just happens to have, like, a copper fact. Like, come on. Yeah, shut up. But, I don't know that was real. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, that was real. What did I give Moscow Mule? I was honestly trying to. That's what we were. I gave it a 90. 90. Yeah. It was already pretty high. Yeah. I gave it a 90. It's not Top moving. Stars. It yeah. almost dropped because of that asshole. <laughs> fucking kidding fucking me. Fucking Martin that. over there. No, it's. Martin. No. You know what? Yeah. It's not moving for me. I think it's it's a great fucking cocktail. It's a great cocktail. It's an awesome cocktail with uh, kind of an you know ambiguous past. Yeah. It, like all of us. And that's okay. <laughs> like, it's okay not to know where the Moscow Mule fucking came from. We have an idea. All that Matt. And because at the end of the day, Moscow Mule is a super straightforward fucking cocktail. Yeah. That's why I don't mind it being an accident. Because, like, of course. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? It's fucking, it's essentially a sweet, like, it's sweet carbonated with an uh, with an alcohol. Mm-hmm. And and that's it. that's it. You know what I mean? Like, the, everything about it is, like, super straightforward. There's no, It's not a hard drink. No. Um. And which does surprise me a little bit with that it's kind of more of like a modern, like people got excited about it a little bit further up in mm-hmm. history because it does feel like a very kind of like Here no, recently people no, started, yeah, yeah. no frills, very much like, oh, this is a pretty straightforward thing that you could either, either overcomplicate or just keep it nice and Absolutely. sleek um, and good because overcomplicated cocktails are annoying, but like, yeah, <laughs> like nice sleek cocktails. I just said, like good. three, four ingredients. Like you really can't go wrong. Yeah. And it packs a fucking punch well, it's of funny. Whenever I make people drinks and they're always like, Ooh, this is really good. It's like, yeah, it's like the basics of all cocktails. All drinks. Yeah. Literally you just ratio out your alcohol. Yeah. Your sweetness, your, you can do tartness, but then also adding a little bit of fizziness is never a bad idea either. But essentially you're just trying to balance your, you're like sour, alcohol, sweet, mm-hmm. salt, whatever. Like that's it. Yeah, you can get real advanced, and there are some incredible cocktails that I would never be able to make at home. <laughs> like there's, I've had some cocktails that I'm just like, there's no way, blown away there's by no way. that I've genuinely been like, ooh, this is creative, this is inventive. Yeah. But for the most part, guys, making good cocktails at your house, man, is it really is just as simple as like get something sweet, you know, get something that get a good alcohol mm-hmm. and. Then, Balance it out with some acid. Balance it out with some salt, whatever. Some sweetness, some cream, whatever. Mm. It depends on what you're trying to do. Man, heck yeah. That sounds, yeah. Like, it's super straightforward. Like, I mean, that's why whiskey sours are so good. Because it's just like sweet, sour alcohol. Bam. Bam. Yeah, it's great. Can't go wrong. So, yeah. Yeah. Moscow Mule. Yeah, that's a Moscow Mule. This is a bonus episode. I don't have fucking in this thing with anything. Nope. Thank you. Thank for, you, guys. For paying to listen to this. And we appreciate it. So, uh, much love to you. And much love to your family. And... Much love to any pets that you have. Um, All the love to the pets you have. Yeah. Hope your dental care is going well. You know, (laughs) I know how annoying that shit can be. Um, Yeah. And I thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. This has been been Moscow Mules with NPR. We'll see you next time.